You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Um, so if I were to tell you guys going into last night that the Bruins are going to lose to the Oilers, but Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl will be kept at bay, you'd be probably pretty surprised, right? I mean, I feel like the Bruins kind of beat themselves last night. Yeah, especially if you told me that they were up 2 nothing after the first period. Um, you know, it looked like – I didn't think they played great in the first, but they they get the one goal and then they get – actually, first like they, they got a second one on the power play from Krejci, gets called back for offsides like 35 seconds before the goal. Um, but then Krejci sets up Pasternak right at the buzzer with under a second to go. You're thinking, wow, all right. They came out of that with the two nothing lead and they continue to keep McDavid at bay. And you're thinking, all right, like they, they should have this. But they really just took their foot off the gas and kind of especially offensively, like there was no real hard push to get a third. They seem to kind of be going through the motions a little bit, and that's you know, they're gonna have to guard against that because they're gonna be facing a lot of teams that are more desperate than them down the stretch. You know, they have this big lead. They don't need every single point. Uh, They don't, you know, really need to like go all out, but at the same time, you don't want bad habits to creep in. And at least last night, you know, some did, they, they kind of started settling for outside shots. They got too cute and passed up some good chances. Um, And, you know, Jim Montgomery said that after the game and, at the same time, they let the Oilers back in. You know, I didn't think the Bruins were – I didn't think they were bad defensively. Like you said, they kept McDavid and Dreisaitl at bay. All the goals were, you know, one grizzly blows an edge, and it's, it's a four-on-one, and it's like, I'm not – you know, what are you going to do about that? Like, guys guys lose an edge. It happens. Second one, a rare Patrice Bergeron turnover, a bit of a miscommunication with McAvoy. Like, that never happens, so can't get worked up about that one. And then, uh, you know, the third one, kind of a moving screen. I don't think Swayman ever saw the shot, but he, he did misplay before. That's so, like that's one thing to clean up is, you know, his touch trying to move it to his defenseman w- was off. Um, Swayman, Swayman said he didn't see it when we asked him after the game. Yeah, Scott was busy trying yeah, to no, run the Bergeron. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't like. I don't think he. Yeah, I don't think he saw the shot. Like, I mean, clearly, it beat him five hole from the point, so obviously he didn't see it. But um, you know, just even bef- before that, though, like he kind of had the turnover that allowed the Oilers to keep possession. So just just a little off. They just left the door open, and Edmonton took advantage. Yeah, and so to to the point that they were passing up shots, like simultaneously, I thought the third line got a few of their better chances um, at like when they were kind of in a lull, 
But I also saw Coyle pass up shots like several times that I thought he probably just made that extra pass when he didn't need to and just like play more simple, just put it on net. Um, That line, like I said, at times it was doing the right thing and trying to get a little spark going like Frederick. I can recall like Frederick having a chance out in front. Bertuzzi put it out um, from behind the net to him. But that's kind of where I saw some of the the overpassing in the because like it ended up being turnovers by Coyle instead of shots on goal that maybe Frederick grabs a rebound off of or or whatnot. And the first line was guilty of it too, um, where they were kind of over overpassing, overthinking, um, and just a little bit passive. The best that they looked was on that power play that Krejci scored, and unfortunately. Um, even Montgomery and the Bruins knew 20 seconds prior to Krejci scoring that it was offside. And what Montgomery said was he was hoping that someone shot it, it got deflected into the netting and they got an offensive zone faceoff because they had known right away that it was, it was offside. So like their video people had already told them. Um, So when Krejci teed it off and it went in, it was, they they knew what the result was going to be, but to like analyze the plays that led up to it, that power play unit actually looked really good. You know, when I think about this game, it's just like, obviously, as we said off the top, McDavid and Drysaddle didn't really do a whole lot of anything. So if you're the Oilers, you can sit there and say, how often will that happen? Right. But from a Bruins perspective, I mean, the Grizzly, the Grizzly turnover, that's a nothing play. Like you have possession, you're in the attacking zone. That's not something that was a systemic lapse. That was an individual blowing a tire and it goes the other way. So that's not a goal to worry about because it was just a one-off type thing. And honestly, I, I can probably count on like one hand in the last 20 years, the amount of times I've seen Bergeron um, turn a puck over that led directly to a goal. Um, and he also turned the puck over a second time when he went off the glass. But at that point, he was kind of in panic mode. And, you know, he, he, he and McAvoy just had a miscommunication. And I was that I mean, that never happens and it probably will never happen again. So those two goals allowed the Oilers back into the game, obviously. Um, and then the third goal you guys touched on, it's just it kind of happens when your foot's off the gas. What, what, what annoyed me is like and look, it was their ninth regulation loss of the season. OK, so let's keep some perspective here. And I don't mean you guys, I just mean in general, when we're discussing this, this, this Bruins team after a loss, like, yeah, we're going to talk about some negatives because we have to, but like, we understand it's not, it's not the end of the world, but like what annoyed me watching that game and Jim Montgomery commented on it afterwards. And maybe you guys have the direct quote in front of you at some point, but he commented on just how they, they were a non-competitive, they were a non-competitive team offensively last night. And I thought that that was the case up until oh crap, what happens? We're down a goal with five minutes left. And all of a sudden, Krejci's crushing guys in the four check and, and, and they're, zipping the, they're zipping the puck around. Quite simply, guys, they just weren't moving their feet, especially in that third period. They were not moving their feet. And it's why the Oilers were able to tie the game and, and get the go-ahead goal. And I watched that game and I said, you know what? When the final buzzer went, I said, they didn't deserve to win this game because they didn't play winning hockey in the final 20 minutes. Now, 99.9% of the time this year, they have. And it was 100% of the time up until this game, they closed games out in the third period. But you know what? Lesson learned. You can't, you, like, they've been so good this year. It's not like they have to learn a ton of lessons. But again, it's a friendly reminder. Like, you're going to lose games. But 
in the back of their mind, they need to know you have to keep your skating game going or else you're screwed. It doesn't matter who you're playing, but especially in the playoffs, keep your feet moving. They started moving their feet when they realized they needed to tie the game. Um, it's a long season. They're allowed a couple games here and there, but that's what jumped out to me. Their skating legs weren't there in the third period and it cost them. Yeah, and this is like this is what they're going to have to guard against down the stretch here because we know there's going to be some load management. We know they don't need every single point. We know other teams are more desperate than them. And yet you can't allow bad habits to creep in, you know, so whether it's settling for shots from the outside, not getting to the net, not being aggressive enough on the forecheck, whatever it is, like all, you know, like you said, just like the pure effort, the the skating, they can't let that, you know, be lax. Like they can't let that go down the stretch. Um, And it's going to be a challenge because again, like they're trying to walk that line of, yeah, we want to keep playing hard. We want to build our game towards the playoffs, but they also, you know, want to make sure they're staying healthy and prioritizing, you know, how much guys are playing and all that stuff. And it's, you know, those are often conflicting, but, um, you know, I think the the big key though is that like when guys are on the ice, they have to be going all out, like leave the minutes, the load management, all that, leave that up to Montgomery and the training staff. And, you know, when they're on the ice, like they still have to find a way to kind of dig and make sure that they're playing as hard as they can and, uh, building up good habits and not letting, um, you know, some of the, some of the potentially bad habits like creep in. And again, we're talking about one loss that ended a 10 game winning streak, by the way. So yes, not worth panicking over at all, but it is sort of, you know, a little bit of a preview of like what some of these games, these final 19 games down the stretch might be like for them where, you know, they're, they want to be playing the right way when the playoffs start, but how do you keep that up in the regular season when they really have very little to actually like tangentially play for uh, the rest of the way? Yeah, that's not, that was not a game. I don't expect a game like that from them in the playoffs. Like that, that's just not, I, I mean, I understand it could happen, but that it just doesn't seem likely that that's something they're going to, that's the kind of effort they're going to put forward when the playoffs start.
Yeah.